0: Welcome to Origin Gates Daily Podcast, Wisdom's Echo, this is Grant Mahoney, and uh, today I want to talk about overcoming. Um, I want to be a little bit vulnerable, just talk a little bit about my journey, about this whole thing, about the difference between really deliverance and overcoming. And um, you know, I used to be one of these people that if there was stuff wrong in my life, I'd always be going to the Lord and saying, "Your Lord, please deliver me from this, deliver me from that. And there were some times when Yahweh was gracious and He would do that for me, but I actually, as I began to mature in the Lord, I started to realize that most times Yahweh wants us to overcome. And I'm going to share why I say that from a little bit of my own life story, so that you can understand where I'm coming from. So before I got born again, I was in the the South African Navy and um, I... Was a very heavy drinker, I guess you can call me an alcoholic, and um, it was when I was 20 years old, I was out on pass from the Navy, and I went back to Johannesburg where my parents lived, and um, when I got home, I'd been awake for 56 hours, and the first thing my mom says to me, would I take her to church? And I was like, man, mom, are you nuts? I'm tired, I just want to sleep. And she basically begged me, she says, you know, your father doesn't want to take me. I can't drive at night. Please take me and you can sleep in the car. So I felt sorry for her and I said, okay, I'll sleep in the car. So anyway, we go to this meeting and my mom says, why don't you come in? And I'm like, ah, the last thing I feel like is crazy church people. You know, even though I wasn't born again, I was raised in church and I come from an Anglican background. But the high Anglican church, you know, the, the very religious one. And this was a charismatic meeting that my mom was at. I'd never in my whole life been into a charismatic church. And so when she said, well, just come in and you can sleep inside, I was like, I really don't want to go in. But something drew me. And so I went in with her. And the man that was preaching that night was Rodney Howard Brown. Now, this was back in 1980 and um, before Rodney was really famous. And I was wide awake. The message just grabbed me, I was awake um, but I saw stuff that scared me and the stuff was all the dancing, people clapping their hands. this was sacrilege in the Anglican church that I came from. and I kept wondering when's God gonna strike us all down? And anyway, Rodney invited those people up they want to you know be touched by God and get born again and I went up and I was at the, sort of towards the end of the queue. And I started to see all these people falling over and it freaked me out. And I was like, there's no way this guy's pushing me over. You know, I'm a tough Navy boy, whatever. Anyway, he got to me. All I remember was him lifting his hand. He didn't even get to touch me. And I was on the floor and I woke up a few minutes later, I guess. And I was drunk. And I was drunk without alcohol. And I was like, this is amazing. And so I went and I sat down and about... 20 minutes later he said who wants some more of the Holy Ghost and I was the first one up there and I got hit again and I was on the floor woke up drunk as anything and um, I was delivered from alcohol basically and I was set free from it and I went back to the Navy. I had no desire to drink whatsoever and I was totally set free and delivered and it was amazing. I mean don't, don't get me wrong it is awesome to be delivered and I was set free and for seven years, I did not touch any alcohol whatsoever. No alcohol passed my lips. And then one day, there was another thing that I was struggling with after that, being born again. For many, many years, I struggled with rejection. And the reason I struggled with it was because I was adopted. And all adopted children suffer with rejection because their birth parents rejected them. Now, my parents were amazing. The people that adopted me, my real mom and dad, as far as I'm concerned, were absolutely incredible. But I still had rejection and it followed me my whole life. Anyone would just look at me funny, say something funny. I would feel defeated, not worth anything. And so I began to pray and I said, Lord, you know, if you could deliver me from alcohol, deliver me from this. And he kept saying no. And, you know, people would think, what kind of a father is that? He keeps saying no. And he kept saying to me, you need to overcome this. And I went on a journey and it was a long journey. You see, this sometimes is the modern day Christian doesn't want the long journey. They want the McDonald's fix. They want the deliverance. And Yahweh doesn't want that because you're always looking for men and women of character, men and women that have gone through something, that can actually walk someone through something. Because I want to explain something to you. You know, when you get delivered, what testimony do you have? You have a testimony of the goodness of God and it's amazing. But to be honest, if I was to try and minister to an alcoholic that's going to whatever Alcoholics Anonymous and let's say he's got his one-year badge or whatever, but every time he walks past a pub or a bar and he smells the hobs, he starts to sweat and desires to have the drink, or he sees someone else drinking and he gets the shakes. I don't know any of that stuff because I was totally set free. And the word says, you know, that... You, are, you overcome so that you can help others in trouble, in the same type of trouble, in all kinds of trouble. And, and what overcoming does is it gives you the pathway to help others to begin to walk through their things because you understand every step that they're at. And so I believe, to be honest with you, most people are crying out for deliverance. And I believe you're always saying, I wish you would cry out to overcome, to help me to teach you how to overcome overcoming takes guts overcoming takes fortitude and strength and overcoming takes all these things because you have to walk a road that's sometimes very very difficult and i went through my rejection thing with the lord i'm talking after i was born again at the age of 20 it took another 13 years before i overcame rejection And I don't want to go into the whole long story about how I overcame rejection. But I want to tell you something. I know everything that rejection tries to do to to you. The spirit of rejection is an evil, wicked thing. And the way that I overcame it is not the way I would overcome it today. Because I've learned so much from that time, you know. I've learned new technologies and new ways to do things. But back in those days, I did what I knew. And Yahweh saw to it eventually after 13 years that I overcame. And I'll be honest with you, has the spirit of rejection tried to come back in my life? Yes, many times, but it has never, ever succeeded once because I've overcome that. I now have a crown and I have authority in that area. And you see, the thing is that when you're delivered, you don't really have authority. You have a testimony. And what Yahweh wants is his sons to have authority and dominion. And you can look at overcoming in any field. It doesn't have to just be spiritual. It can be how did you overcome in the financial world? How did you overcome in your family? How did you overcome in different aspects of your life? And overcoming is such a powerful, powerful thing. And, you know, there are some amazing promises when you look at at what you get as an overcoming. I mean, I mean, let's just look at some of this. So this is what it says in Revelations 2.7. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. To him who overcomes, I will give to eat from the tree of life, which is in the midst of the paradise of, of God. So the tree of life is symbolic of eternal life, basically. and But we can eat from the tree of life and not from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And isn't it interesting that those that overcome are given the right to eat from the tree of life, which I found really, really interesting. The second amazing promise is that he who has an ear to hear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. He who overcomes shall not be hurt by the second death. That's in Revelations 2.11. And so this is when everyone is, is judged. And so this is why overcoming is so important. How do we overcome our sin? How do we overcome the things that we have in our lives? And, you know, to me, I see all of the stuff that comes in our lives that we deal with as opportunities to overcome. And so you have to change the way you look at things. They're, they're not opportunities for God to deliver you. They're opportunities for you to overcome with Yahweh, with the strength of God helping you. Because I want to tell you something. If you try to overcome in your own strength, you're going to fail. You need Yahweh. And what overcoming does for me is overcoming brings me closer to my father. Because I realize the weakness of who I truly am. And so I cleave to him. And, I, and it's like I, I draw on his strength to overcome. And that's what I love about overcoming because what I've noticed is a lot of people that just get delivered, they 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 soon forget about their reliance on God because things are easy when you get delivered. It's like, oh, I'm set free now. Oh, that's awesome, great. But when you have to walk through something and you have to fight and struggle and you have to do those things and you have to rely on building a relationship with God, you have to rely on his strength, on his wisdom, and, and he becomes your everything then there's the beauty of that relationship and the depth of something, and then a friendship begins to form. And I I believe that overcoming leads to friendship. And that, that, to me, is the highest form of relationship that you can possibly have. Listen to this one. I mean, to him who overcomes, I will give some of the hidden manna to eat, and I will give him a white stone, and on the stone a new name written, which no one knows except him who receives it. So, I mean, those that overcome are given to eat of the hidden manner. Now, I was talking to a friend of mine recently, and we were talking about the difference between mysteries and secrets. And, you know, the word says something like, it's the glory of God to conceal a matter and the honor of kings to search it out. And that's to find the mysteries of God. But the secrets of Yahweh is something very different. And I believe it's those that overcome that have that depth of relationship with Yahweh, where Yahweh... He, he would hide a mystery, and then he expects us as kings, because we're all kings and priests, to search out the mystery and find find the answers. But a secret is only given to a friend on a one-to-one basis. So it's like, the way I've seen it happen is like, you know, I'll be sitting with the Lord, or and he'll come and he'll say, Hey, Grant, I, I want to show you something. And then he'll take me somewhere, and he will say, Look at this, and he'll reveal a secret to me. It's not a mystery, it's a secret, because I didn't have to search it out. It's out of the relationship, it's out of the... The benefit or or the the crown of overcoming that Yahweh invites you into that place where he wants to share his secrets with his friends. And then that is something I just find absolutely beautiful. Look what it says here. It says, and he who overcomes and keeps my works until the end, to him I will give power over the nations. He shall rule them with a rod of iron. They shall be dashed to pieces like the potter's vessel. As I also have received from my father, I will give him the morning star. That's in Revelation 2, 26 to 28. These are just some of the promises that come with overcoming. And, and I think we, we need to really change our mindset from the mindset of wanting to be delivered to the mindset of wanting to overcome. Overcoming teaches you absolute reliance on God where deliverance teaches you to draw on the grace of Yahweh. And the grace of God is awesome. It's amazing. Please don't get me wrong. I'm not saying it's not necessary and it's not amazing. But I personally would rather have the depth of relationship that has been tested. And then Yahweh knows my character and he knows I can trust this one. This is one that I can begin to release secrets to. He has another scripture. He who overcomes shall be clothed in white garments, and I will not blot out his name from the book of life but I will confess his name before my Father and before his angels. Now that I find very interesting. So yes, we're given a white garment, but isn't it interesting that it says, I will not blot out his name from the book of life. So that means that some names will be blotted out of the book of life. And I wonder who that is. I'm not saying that it's those that are delivered. Please don't get me wrong. I believe those whose, whose names are blotted out of the book of life is what we would call... Um, uh, sorry, I've just hit a blank there. Um, the sons of perdition. Because the son of perdition is anyone that's tasted of the age to come and that's turned their back on God. And that is such a sad thing. But it's like it's almost like overcoming is a security. And I love that. And, and look at this one. He who overcomes, I will make him a pillar in the temple of my God and he shall go out no more. I will write on him the name of... I'll write on him the name of my God and the name of the city of my God, the new Jerusalem, which comes down out of heaven from my God, and I'll write on him my new name. That's a promise for an overcomer. That is just amazing that we will become a, tim- a, t- a pillar in the temple of the Lord, and we will never have to go out anymore. Because currently we, we're going in and out. where We're going into the presence of the Lord. We're pulling out. We will never, ever go out of it again because we will become a pillar. And what does a pillar do? A pillar holds weight. And so that's one of the th- benefits of overcoming. It's one of the things I've learned in my life. Being delivered, I, I cannot carry weight being delivered. All I have is the testimony of God's goodness. But when I've overcome something, I've walked and I've struggled for 13 years, I have built up an authority and, and I've realized and, and, and I am in, in, in a place of like deep meekness and humility because I understand that my strength and my ability to overcome has got absolutely nothing to do with me. And so I have to, to go into God, to hold on to him, to cleave to him, because there is no other solution to overcoming. You cannot overcome without him. And I, I just think it's beautiful. The, the whole thing of overcoming is, is, is beautiful. To him who overcomes, I will grant to sit with me on my throne, and I also overcame and sat down with the Father on his throne. So we're going to be sitting and ruling and reigning with Yeshua if we've overcome. But what if we haven't overcome? Then yes, we may be in heaven, but we certainly won't be sitting on the throne and ruling. And I want to rule. It, to me, this is our testing ground. What we do on the earth is determines what we're going to end up doing for eternity. And so I, I just really want to encourage you, as I say farewell for today's session, start asking Yahweh to teach you how to overcome and stop asking Him to be delivered. It's time to really not just grow up but it's time to go into him and begin to develop a relationship that is so strong where you become nothing and he becomes everything bless you bless your families and have an amazing week thank you